I would just say to the person that's listening, if you're experiencing correction from your pastor, just realize it's actually um, a really beautiful moment for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it is a gift, mm-hmm. and and it will probably be one of the moments that shapes you more than you'll. Yeah. It, it'll take you a while to realize yeah. how a- actually good that yeah. mm-hmm. that moment yeah. is for you. Sure. Yeah. And um, you just got to stay the course, mm-hmm. and you got to yeah. stay free of offense, and you got to yes. lead your heart well yeah. yes. through that. Um, because if you can, you're going to come out really, really strong yeah. on yeah. on the other side. This is the Leading Second Podcast, where we are on a mission to equip local churches everywhere to raise uncommon leaders. The Leading Second Podcast releases every Thursday morning, so hit follow and share this episode with your team. Now, let's jump into another episode for all of us who lead from the middle, from the second chair for the second chair. Welcome to the Leading Second Podcast. My name is Brian. I'm one of the team members here at Leading Second, and I'm glad that you've joined us, and I'm excited to share with you this great episode. To get the most out of it, I'd encourage you to download our episode guide for today's conversation. This resource is available for you to help maximize the content in this episode. So use it with your team to jumpstart conversation or use it for your own personal growth. You can find it on our website at leadingsecond.com slash podcast. Before we jump into the episode, we are excited to announce Leading Second Camp 2023. This is your invitation to our flagship annual gathering for the Leading Second Tribe. This year finds Leading Second Camp in two incredible cities. We've got Salt Lake City, Utah and Calgary, Alberta. Consider this your personal summit with God to be renewed, realigned and equipped for your vital role in church life. At camp, you'll experience a curated conference-style event in an intimate setting surrounded by your peers in ministry. We hope to see you there. It's time to fan into flame the gift of God that is in you. In 2023, the journey continues. The Leading Second Tribe gathers again. One dynamic event, two cities, two nations, all for Jesus. Calling all church builders, executive pastors, campus pastors, lead team members for inspiration, for impartation, that we may be found faithful. You're invited to be in the room for Leading Second Camp 2023, February 22nd and 23rd, Salt Lake City, Utah, March 8th, Calgary, Alberta, featuring Brandon and Lindsay Stewart and Larry Bry. Registration is open now. Spots are limited. For more information and to register, visit leadingsecondcamp.com. We look forward to seeing you in Salt Lake City and Calgary. For today's interview, we are honored to welcome some of our favorite second chair leaders to the podcast. Last week, we got to hear from their lead pastors, and this week, we get to hear the other side of the conversation. Brandon sits down with them to talk about what they think from the second chair. Let's jump into the conversation. Well, I am here today with some of my favorites. Don't tell the others. Uh, (laughs) Some of my favorite uh, leading second leaders, second chair leaders um, from churches that are 
in our world. And I'm so excited to have a conversation with you guys. Thanks yeah. for doing this today. Yeah, too. Yeah, excited to have you. Uh, first up, we have Girly Gordy from the Movement Church hey, hey. in Orange County. Come on. Tough life. Yeah. Tell me about it. We Do you guys still have it. the Garofis or whatever that was? You know what? We have all moved out of that neighborhood. Oh, it's so sad. You used to have a garage, yeah. like someone's personal garage that yep. they had turned into the yeah. Before we, office. Before amazing. they were even on staff, we turned their garage into an office. I love that. It was That's amazing. Great. And we like decked it out. It was amazing. Yeah, it was it was phenomenal. And then it's Orange County, so you got the garage door up like like ninety oh, percent of oh, the year, awesome. and Ocean it's just breeze. phenomenal. Yeah. And I have, have to good work memories. under those conditions, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you have tough life. We'll, we'll, we'll fast and pray for you. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Hansen from yes. One Place Church, North Idaho. North Idaho, it's a beautiful place. I've learned that people from North Idaho distinguish North Idaho. It's like not, like apparently something about Southern Idaho you don't want to. It's a totally be known different for. vibe. Okay. I mean, you think of potato <laughs> farms and all that. I've okay. never seen a potato farm. Never right, seen any right. of that. It's all Pacific Northwest trees, mountains, lakes. You've okay. never had gotcha. to drive through it. You don't get so, so we don't want to associate it with South, South yeah. Idaho. Anybody? No, no, that'd be that'd be horrible. That'd no, be horrible. No. No. And no. we have Dave and Sarah Nelson yeah. from the Well, yeah, Salt Lake City, Utah. That's right. Host venue for Leading Second Camp. 2023. Yeah, very excited about that. Plug yeah. to your teams yeah. today. LeadingSecondCamp.com. Um, great to have you guys. And here's the fun part. I talked to all of your pastors about you wow. with microphones in their face, you know, nice. so, so, uh, <laughs> everything's on the record. Um, no, but we had a fun conversation kind of talking about like, like what they think about what lead mm. pastors think about from their seat. So I thought it could be kind of fun to respond a little bit, yeah. you know, and, and, and have some fun from this seat. The going premise of these episodes is the better that our relationship is, first chair, second chair, the healthier our churches are going to be, the more aligned our teams are going to be. But we've got to work on that relationship. Now, let me offer a caveat here. When I say to someone, your relationship with your pastor, you might think I don't direct report to my pastor. Mm -hmm. You might say, you know, I never see my pastor. We don't have lunch often enough, you know, all that Mm -hmm. stuff, whatever. I'm not referring to that stuff. I am talking about the relationship in your heart towards your pastor, because we believe that leading second is a calling and it is, it is not a calling to one box on the org chart. In Mm -hmm. other words, way more people in your church lead second than just the executive pastor or or something like that. And so you can be a first year intern, you know, with like seven reports between you and your pastor and you can still have the spirit of leading second. And you have a relationship in your heart with your pastor. I promise you, your pastor knows what you're doing. I promise you, your pastor is more aware than you probably are realizing. And so let's not get hung up on that. Let's realize that we steward. I have stewarded a relationship with my pastor since I was in high school, yeah. you know, in terms of how I relate to them. Yeah. I hope that makes sense yeah, to everybody yeah, totally. today. So we're going to kind of have some fun talking about that. Um, first of all, let me ask each of you, and I'd love each of you to weigh in on this. Why do you lead from the second chair? Like, why do you do this? I knew from when I was so young that all I wanted to do was change the world. And I also, like the moment I came in contact with Pastor Carrie and Megan, it's part of why we, our story is that we moved from Texas before we ever launched our church to be a part of their team. 
because I knew the best way for me to change the world was to do whatever I could to make their vision come to life. Mm -hmm. So for me, I, I just, anything, whatever it is, I've worked kids check-in for the first two years of our church. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Whatever it takes to change the world through building their vision, it's great. I'm all in. You should tell the story of how you like ended up at... You know, what's funny is we were just in it. We're about to celebrate our 10-year anniversary, and we're in our Blue Sky meeting trying to figure out what are we going to do for 10 years, and it was my <laughs> Facebook memory of 12 years ago on this day. You tell the story. <laughs> I had tagged Pastor Megan on Facebook. I did not know Pastor Megan. <laughs> 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 and I, I was like 1 o'clock in the morning, I'm, and I had tagged, you know, young and... I don't know, wistful. I was like up late dreaming God dreams of moving across the country to help Pastor Carrie and Megan Robinson wow. plant their church. And you don't know them. I That's don't know amazing. them. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I and love it. So while that was very creeper status, um, <laughs> they, <laughs> we knew them from some, uh, they were the youth the speakers at the conferences we took our youth kids to because we were youth pastors. Not <laughs> so at that amazing. moment. I didn't. Um, but uh, they fully called me out because they were like, who is this? Is this a youth pastor that is just now announced to their church that they right. want to, you know, so right. they were like, mm, they literally contacted us through that post just to make sure because they were like, no, this is not how we do culture. And I was like, no, no, no. We stepped out. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> we had stepped out. God was preparing us for a new season. We just don't know what's ahead. And then out of that Facebook post, we quit our jobs, sold our homes, and moved away from all of our wow. family. Wow. Wow. And it was just, it was God. But but that's, that's the essence of a of a calling yeah. and an assignment. Yeah. Remind us, what do you do at your church? Um, I am now our executive pastor over weekend services. Great. Yeah. Great. It's I amazing. love it. You guys have a great church. Yeah. Jeff, do you have a thought? Why do you lead second? Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking back about my, I, I grew up in church. I'm a church kid, and I remember in high school, um, I would legitimately ditch school to go to the church and help my youth pastor <laughs> set up on. chairs, uh, set up for youth night. And he literally physically had to like, no, you have to go to school now. Like you cannot, I cannot, <laughs> yeah. I don't feel right about you staying here. I just wanted to be in the church. I wanted to build the church. I wanted to help. I wanted mm. to do whatever I could. Um, wanted to be a youth pastor. I wanted to do all that stuff. And so I think it's just carried on. Um, was a youth pastor for a long time, about 15 years, and then jumped into planting a church. And so what a whirlwind change that was, but that spirit of just wanting to help build um, something from nothing, it was just already in me from a young age. So good. And it was just, yeah, if we need to, you know, throw a party in the park, we need to uh, right. move chairs, if we need to yeah. clean picnic tables so we can have people at a park. Like whatever it was, right. you know, fill ice chests, whatever. Yep. And it's it's just continued. And now yeah. we have a building and it's it's just that spirit still is in there of like whatever we gotta do. That's awesome. You know? I've always thought a brilliant book title for a church plant will be called straightening chairs. Yeah. yeah. Like or, or folding chairs or something because yeah, totally. I think you're in the you're in the ministry of, of like like chair ministry. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you're in a church plant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Jeff, remind us what do you do at your Church. I oversee all of the production media at one place. Awesome. And yeah. you're you're a day oneer. Oh yeah, at your very day one. Started helping uh, our pastor uh, with just Instagram posts and you know updating website, and then started throwing events and took on all the creative and production and all that stuff. That's awesome. So 
Yeah. Help with those Instagram posts, and yeah. you're, you're, yeah. you're sunk. Here we are. You're in. <laughs> you're in. Never in. It's awesome. Yeah. Dave, Sarah? Yeah. Well, and I'll let you speak to it, too. But, um, I, more than anything, our heart has always been to just be obedient to the call of God on our lives. Right. And say, God, where, whatever you have, whatever you want us to do, we want to be sensitive to your leading and call on our lives in that. And so whatever you present in front of us to do, help us to be obedient to step into that calling mm. um, so that we bring glory to you mm-hmm. ultimately and that so that we can build your church at the same it's time. Beautiful. And so really that is uh, the foundational element to uh, what God presented in front of us and we said yes to. We said, like, this is where God's leading us and taking us in this moment. And so Lord, help us to do it with all of our might to bring you glory and to honor what you've established. Yeah. And what's your role at the church? Well, our roles have been shifting, technically campus pastors. Mm-hmm. So we've had some change and some some amazing things happening. I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we've carried multiple hats right. on yeah. staff, and um, but we're getting ready to launch a Park City campus. Amazing. Yes. And so we are going to be the, the Park City campus pastors. So, Unbelievable. Yeah. And that's a very tough assignment. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm yeah. so sorry if you have a church down the street from skiing, like world-class <laughs> skiing. It's just got to be a tough life. Yeah. <laughs> we literally just moved into a log cabin last week. Like yeah. full that's on amazing. Yeah, moved up cabin. there. You know, the problem is I don't even ski or snowboard. So uh, You better. I feel like <laughs> yeah. that's your mission field. <laughs> if you're going to be Park City campus pastor, you have to. I, yes. I got to understand one, the context, yes. Or at least a, a snowshoe or something, you know. Yeah. Right. It's awesome, Sarah. I would add that Pastor Jason and Erica, they're so special. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. Um, There's something special about the way that they lead. And before mm-hmm. the well came to Utah, we were in such a dry and desperate moment in Utah, and we weren't sure why God had us in Utah. And then we learned about the well, we stepped into the well, and it changed our lives. And we just want to, one, it's a privilege to be a part Mm -hmm. of what they've been building, and we're just so thankful that they said yes to Utah. It's not the easiest place, but they said yes, and lives are being changed Mm -hmm. because of their yes. And so we're following suit with God, you have our yes, and whether we're scared or we're being brave, God's so powerful to use our yes and so yeah you guys are going to be brilliant in that role i'm so excited for you thank Thank you you. okay so when i talked to your pastors i asked them this question what do you wish your team knew about your role and about your seat they had some really really good thoughts i know you haven't heard them yet but they had some really really good thoughts so here's my question for each of you do you think it's easy for us to underestimate or misunderstand the seat that our pastors are in. Because a lot of what they do is unseen by us. Yeah. They carry away. I've always, I've, of course, none of us have been lead pastors. So, mm-hmm. but I know enough and have talked to enough of them where I can sense the weight. Mm-hmm. And they all say this they all say, I, I, I didn't know the weight. Mm-hmm. In fact, some, the reason I chose your pastors specifically is they all have proven season in the second chair, which yeah. I thought was brilliant. Yeah. They've yeah. all they've right. all transitioned so well, second to first, and they all kind of agreed like y- you just don't know it mm-hmm. until you do it. So let's just dive into this. Like, where do you think those misunderstandings come from? Is it easy to misunderstand? 
the weight that our pastors carry. Yeah, I think that anytime you're not walking in someone's <clears throat> shoes, it's easy to have a perspective of what's just in front of you rather than maybe what you don't see. Um, I think what's beautiful is what you just said, that all of our pastors have been in the second chair, and so they know where we're at, but we haven't been in their seat, and so we don't know yeah, where they're at. Interesting. Yeah, and I just know I'd mentioned we've worn multiple hats through the years, so every time we moved into a new spot or position within the church, it came with a new weight and the new, like, yeah. oh, that's why those people did that. Mm -hmm. And so I know for sure that there is, like, I, I don't know what they're carrying. I don't. Mm -hmm. and uh, But I know it's something heavy, and I know what they're carrying is different than what we know. Which I think is the point I'm advocating for, exactly what you just said, that as second chair leaders, we won't know. Like, mm -hmm. like period, we won't. Yeah. And if you're called to the second chair, you have to actually settle it. That I will spend the rest of my ministry life not fully understanding yeah. Yeah. that weight because it's a mm -hmm. spiritual weight. This isn't just a positional right. weight or right. a job yeah. description yeah. weight. It is, it is a spiritual. They are. Yeah. They will give an account. Yeah. Right. For how they shepherd. I mean, yeah. good lord. Yeah. You know they they're they're gonna stand before Christ. Yeah. And, and answer for yeah. it. So so there's just something about it. So what I'm advocating for is we have to actually make that our starting thought. Yeah, mm, it's good. Yeah. Like in the moments where we're on different pages, we like that's like the first stop for a second chair leader is okay, I don't I may not fully understand this. So here's now how I'm Do you guys yeah, yes, yeah. agree yeah. with that? I mm -hmm. mean, the weight of influence inside the kingdom of God reverberates across eternity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like and as I've led more and had more in my hands and more in my hands at every level, like it's so impossible to take that for granted. And so I cannot even imagine holding it all up. Yeah. Like, it, mm -hmm. I, and one thing we hear younger leaders, at least I hear all the time, ask is, well, "Can we? I just need more trust. Mm. I just need more mm. trust." And I'm like, "You don't understand the sacrifice and the weight of what yep. you're asking for." Yeah. Yeah. And and I I want to trust you. It's not that nobody wants to to withhold, mm -hmm. but when you carry it, mm -hmm. like the decisions you're making are going to affect people's lives. That will affect family trees. That will reverberate across eternity. And I think, yeah, a, yeah I think a a, a healthy uh, lead pastor won't come into meetings and won't come into their staff and just bleed on them right. and just share all that weight with everyone. A good, good wise pastor will hold some, yep. but what I've learned is to pick up on some cues. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Totally. And in those car rides and in those times where I get that opportunity to be with him one-on-one, -on -one, I'm picking up on those cues of some weight that he's maybe trying to is is coming off of him a little bit, mm -hmm. and I'm locking those away. Okay, cool. I I know now more a little mm -hmm. bit what he's going through right mm -hmm. now, and I can be mm -hmm. sense. If I'm not sensitive to that, I'm just this wild second chair leader right. that's just doing my own yeah. thing. Like yeah, so but being sensitive to those moments with your pastor for us to stay on the same page with them. Would you all agree? We have to chase them. Yeah. 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 We have to actively work yeah. to understand them, mm -hmm. to understand their preferences. I just did this this week, mind you. I have been in our church since I was one year old, so like like 40 years in one wow. church. And um, my pastor has been my pastor since I was 12, and I've been in full-time ministry 21 years. And I'm just, I'm just saying that to say this. I still just last week had a conversation where I had to get on Zoom with my pastor and be like, 
I'm finding myself making decisions about something I don't know your heart. Mm. I just I'm just gonna ask you some questions. Yeah. I just yeah. need to understand <laughs> yeah. your heart. Yeah. Just just bleed mm-hmm. on me. Just just talk yep. for a yeah. minute. Just and and I'll get it. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I asked him enough questions where okay, I got his frame of reference. Mm-hmm. I got his points of inspiration. I got. And it's just a lifelong journey to, but but back in the day, it looked like like someone just said, you know, it looked like driving into the airport. It looked like being in their world. It looked like like pursuing them. Um, and I think that's just a lot lost art right now. Yeah. Of of mm-hmm. being around them, it, it's it's it seems like it's not productive. It seems like it's a, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not checking a box on a job description or something, but you're catching something when you're yeah. around them. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense yeah. to you guys? And I think yeah. that's actually a part of our yeah. job mm-hmm. yeah. to pursue them yeah. and to catch what's on them. Yeah. yeah. So here's another question for you. Uh, have you ever found yourselves out of sync mm-hmm. with your pastors? And and we can be honest with, with you know, the world listening. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> if you have, how'd you correct it? Good. Mm. I found myself uh, in moments, and this might resonate with a lot of people, um, but I found myself in moments, I'm being very transparent here, uh, having or being a part of meetings after the meeting. Mm. Mm. And uh, it's... It's a tough place, and it's a not healthy place. But um, I found myself kind of being in these moments, uh, whether it be other people that just, you know, that, that the, the meeting behind, after the meeting. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was an unhealthy place for me. Wow. Um, I shouldn't have uh, given that space to that conversation. And... Um, you know, it, it was a it was a a growing moment for me and my pastor. Mm. It was a big growing moment to mm. go through that that hard time of just the confrontation of it, the conversation that we needed to have, and we're gonna move past. What was the point of correction? Did your pastor come to you? Yeah. Over it? Yeah. How did that feel? Uh it didn't feel good. Yeah. Yeah. But he was hundred percent correct. Mm-hmm. And I found myself, wow, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's things I could have done mm-hmm. uh, to to not allow these things. Um, and there's things that I should have, as a leader, um, led my other second chair mm-hmm. people in. But you know what your transparency just did? And I know, I know podcasts are so casual sometimes. Yeah. You know, people are driving down the road in cars right now. Or you know, they're like they're like on the bench press at the yeah. gym or something, you know. And it's like you, you know, Jeff's bearing his soul, and yeah. you're like on your third set on the bench press or something, yeah. you know. But but I, I actually really believe in this medium. I just had yeah. somebody yeah. just the other day tell me they've gone through every episode with their staff recently, you know. Yeah. And but Jeff, what you just did is you just set someone free and you yeah. just gave yeah. them yeah totally permission yeah. to be honest about that space yeah. because it's not healthy. Yeah, yeah. And we've all been. Yeah. In, in our own version of a meeting yeah. after the meeting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just opened up someone's eyes to, oh my gosh, I have done that and not even realized. Yeah. Because sure. you don't think it's, you don't, I, I, there's conversations that I, that I was in that was like, I didn't think it was 
until it was brought to the light. And it's like, this is not good. You're out of step. You're, you're not supportive, um, in the ways that I should have been. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we've grown as a, as a, as a staff because of it, you I know, that's great. Yeah, it really is. I think taking that look, um, kind of doing some inventory, mm-hmm. like, all right, Lord, show me where my mm-hmm. heart's at, Yeah, you know, to where that is a leadership thing that helps the leader. Mm-hmm. And, and because, yeah, I mean, in, in the moments where maybe we're somewhat misaligned or maybe we had a different vision on something, but, but getting back to the place, I think first and foremost, um, for myself is, is going, mm-hmm. all right, show me where my heart's at, God, yeah. is my heart wrong in this Mm -hmm. and if so like i repent of that Mm -hmm. help me get back on track and forgive Mm -hmm. me for that Mm -hmm. and and then um realigning um with not only just um bringing glory to god in that space but then alignment into the leadership and following their their lead and and under my you know they're our covering they're Mm -hmm. they're our lead so we follow them in that and in the trust that's been built through that I would just say to the person that's listening, if you're experiencing correction from your pastor, just realize it's actually um, a really beautiful moment for you. Yes. Yeah, and it, it is a gift, mm-hmm. and and it will probably be one of the moments that shapes you more than you'll. Yep. It, it'll take you a while to realize yeah. how a- actually good that yeah. mm-hmm. that moment yeah. is for you. Sure. Yeah. And um, you just got to stay the course, mm-hmm. and you got to yeah. stay free of offense, and you got to yes. lead your heart well yeah. yes. through that. Um, because if you can, you're going to come out really, really strong yeah. on yeah. on the other side. So let me create a pivot here for a second. Um, there are some lead pastors I know um, that listen to the podcast. I know this is leading second, um, but I think they're interested. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they're curious what yeah. leaders are talking about. Mm-hmm. So it's a small part of our audience, but let's talk to them for a minute. Yeah. I'd actually love to hear from yeah. you guys on on this question. What do you wish your pastor knew mm-hmm. about leading from the middle? Because mm-hmm. I asked them the reverse question recently. So yeah. what do you wish your pastor mm-hmm. understood about leading from the middle? I would say um, the nights that you're up and you feel alone, God woke me up mm-hmm. to pray for you. Mm-hmm. And you're not standing alone. Mm-hmm. And what burdens you carry, mm-hmm. we feel close. Yeah. And we don't understand them fully, but we um, we see them. Beautiful. Yeah. And there's still a weight. Yeah. There's, it may, may be different, but there's yeah. still a weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well said. That's so beautiful. I I wholeheartedly agree. I think there's times that our pastors have walked through things that we didn't even know they're going through something. Mm-hmm challenging and there's other times we don't know what but we can feel it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we see it Mm -hmm. but i would say we love you more for it Mm -hmm. like Mm. your your times that you felt weak it's it's not a weakness to us it's more of a reason to cover you Mm -hmm. and and i would add in a slightly different direction we i we feel the weight but we we are here for a reason and we're still here in the last few years because we still believe in the call of God on your life and we're going to do everything we can to see the vision come to life no matter what. So good. And it just, it's, it's challenging to lead like you and be us, but we've Mm. chosen to be here and do that. And so don't give up on the vision, keep giving it to us. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I'll speak, 
from the position of being uh, bivocational or, or having to have another job outside yeah. of yeah. leading yeah. second. That might be a lot of people, probably yeah. is a lot of people. Yeah. Right. And um, there's moments where I wanted to just pour, it was like that, it was that, the, that high school kid in me that wanted to just go down to the church and help all day, but I had to go <laughs> to school. I have to go to a job. I have mm-hmm. to do this other thing. And I would say, man, in those moments when I, I just want to still give you my whole everything. Yeah. I just don't have the margin right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you still have my heart. That's good. You know, mm-hmm. even though the moments like I want to just do, I give my life to this. That's good. Know that in this season, I'm still with you, but I just, I, I'm an Enneagram three. So I'm like scared to death that I'm failing <laughs> and you're not proud of me or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want Amen. you to, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I want to be there with you. I just, in this season, I can't. There's probably a lot of second chair leaders like, I'm still with you. It, it might look like different right now. So good. Mm. Like I can help you these three nights a week, but um, I'm, I'm still with you. You know what I'm learning about that space, Jeff, is I'm learning that that's a real space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it always feels like tension. Mm-hmm. Like it just do- never doesn't feel like tension. But one thing I'm learning that's helping is when we can give language to it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I, it's slightly different, but um, I hit a season in 2021 that I, man, I've almost never hit. Um, we were pregnant at 40. Thank you, COVID, uh, for that one. <laughs> and a seven-month travel <laughs> shutdown. Amen. Uh, and we find ourselves, you know, um, Pregnant unexpectedly, God recalibrated our lives. Okay, it's beautiful, awesome. People yeah. sending baby shower gifts, all that. Um, but then our baby came three months early, and it just it hit hard. Mm-hmm. And it was four months out from Team Church Conference, which I at the time helped carry mm-hmm. really heavily. And um, I did what I never do, and I called him one day and waved the white flag. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like I need to disconnect. Yeah. You know, I never do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not like a, you know, I had two meetings this week so I need a sabbath, you know, type of thing. This mm-hmm. was this was like we were we we had to focus on home for a minute. Something mm-hmm. had happened yeah. or you know, however yeah. we arrive at that situation. Yeah. I just first of all found found him to be so fair about mm-hmm. it, which I hope mm-hmm. some leader out there somewhere just yeah. realizes you can be honest about that space with your pastor. They yeah. they really yeah. do want to meet you in that place. You don't have to be scared of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um but it, I, I hated doing it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I hated yeah. calling. I hated I hated being being that person. I just found fairness for my pastor. I found understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I found support, and it actually led to some really beautiful long-term recalibrations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was it was actually a really great process. Mm-hmm. But like any one of us could find ourselves there, and we just have to be okay to to be honest and bring that, yeah. you know, yeah. um, so that we stay healthy, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so that our relationship with our pastors, mm-hmm. yeah, stay healthy, yeah. Yep. Yeah, for me on that, I just want them to know too, like we don't expect perfection mm-hmm. <laughs> because That's I know great. that like as leaders, right, we're all leaders in some capacity. We yeah. we understand that like we are not perfect leaders. <laughs> yeah. And so we understand like 
we don't expect perfection. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's great. And so I think like, just, just to know that. Yeah. Uh, one more question for lead pastors. What is something your pastor does that blesses you? Mm. Like what is something that your pastor does that either encourages you or keeps you going or provides clarity for you or support for you? I think to that last point, um, when our pastor says he believes in our family and our family first, he really means it. That's not just something that we write on a, a nice postcard or something like right. that. Like mm-hmm. it's, he truly believes that our family is first. Um, mm-hmm. and he gives us space to, to create those moments with our families. We, uh, we organize and design our, our church events and things that we're doing to reflect that we want your family to be first, mm-hmm. um, as a staff. So that's been a huge, um, huge blessing for us, you know? Yeah, it's good. I think uh, I'm just going to speak in general terms. Um, their leadership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we are under, as you talked about already, mm-hmm. we feel like pastors Jason and Erica are phenomenal leaders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, we have learned so much under their leadership. that It's it spurred us on mm-hmm. to grow in our leadership, mm-hmm. not only just in the ministry, but in family and in, in other areas mm-hmm. too. So um, just being under their leadership Mm. has been a blessing. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I, th- I would say the honesty. Um, we've watched our pastors walk through some really, really hard, hard moments in the last three years, um, lots of blindside moments, and their integrity and their honesty um, yeah. and their vulnerability That's has great. just yeah. been so beautiful to watch. Absolutely. Here's my last question for you guys. We'll wrap it with this. Um, when you experience attention with your pastor. I didn't say if, I said when. <laughs> right. yeah. um, just when, when that moment comes, big or small, mm-hmm. uh, where do you go in your head and in your heart? Like, what do you tell yourself? I have to get with God. Um, I have to get with God and say, God, give me a lens to see them the way that you see them and Beautiful. help me to see their heart and their motive. Um, he's their creator, so he knows them better than they know themselves. Hmm. So when I get with God and he brings my perspective in alignment with where they're at, it softens everything. Hmm. Beautiful. My hope is to encourage them. Uh, I know what it's like to be encouraged mm-hmm. in, in my leadership realms, uh, uh, spheres of influence, what have you. But I just know that especially them being the senior pastors, like they take the shots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're pastors on staff, but they take the shots. Right. Yeah. And so I just want to reiterate the fact like we are behind you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. And and be encouraged and and hopefully that this space that we have with us here yeah. is is a refreshing space. That's great, that's great. Dave. I have a I run my life off of systems and lit, litmus test because I tell people all the time I have the emotional depth of a teaspoon. So the way that I figure out like how I feel about things is I ask myself a lot of questions. I, I have little things so, like I know how I'm doing with my relationship with my senior pastor is when the phone rings and I see his name pop up. And what feeling I have about mm. what this phone call could be about or where my mind goes in that five seconds is how I know where I'm at mm. with them. That's good. That's good. So That's I... And because it, it could be a myriad of things. It could be fear of have I failed him? Mm. Um, it could be like, it could be a pride, like, what do I do now? 
You know, it, it could be, it could be so many things. Um, and if it's not neutral or positive, wow. then I, positive is better, but we've all been through 2020. We know we can't always be positive, right? <laughs> right. But neutral is okay. Like, huh, what's going on? Mm. Like, okay. I mean, what we want, obviously our hearts to be is like, what, like, what yeah. is he about yeah. to share what with a me great, right now? What a great so litmus good. test. And you yeah. just don't want principal's office vibes. Mm. Right. Right. Like yeah. if, if that's happening. Yeah. Then, then I know my insecurity is, yeah. which is something yeah. that's what I deal with. We all have mm-hmm. our silver bullet. That's what our pastors talk about all the time. Yeah. Like what can take you out and insecurity is it for me. Mm-hmm. So I know my insecurity is running wild. If mm-hmm. I'm immediately thinking like what, like, Oh my God, what is this about? What's he going to tell me? Mm-hmm. You know? So I, that's the narrative that I have to go and work on because I've, we've go- gone through this enough that it doesn't matter what place he's in or if he communicates everything perfectly or Pastor Megan, all what matters is how where my heart is at. And if it doesn't matter if they communicate things perfectly, if my heart is in a good place, we're gonna be good. So good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um I would say I go to I know I know my pastor loves Jesus. I know Jesus loves him. Mm. I know I love Jesus and I love my pastor. And so as those things all work and I and I have to tell myself we you know those things are very solid and so when we have conflict I know that he loves me so much and he loves the Lord and he knows he needs to you know we need to work in those that all four of those little pieces need are working together healthy mm. it's good and he once said um, just so you know when I'm text if I text you like those texts I want you to assume and know that I'm smiling yeah. mm. when yeah, I'm doing great. that. <laughs> yeah. That's great. If if I'm not, I'll either call you or I'll, I'll, you I'll you're going to know right yeah, away yeah, that yeah. this isn't. Yeah. But just don't go there first. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. good. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, are, okay. Yeah. Like I've had that phone call of I need you to come to the office 10 minutes early because we have a conversation we need to have. And you're like driving to the office going, oh, my gosh. You know, <laughs> like, but also like you got to be able to like spin that narrative in your, to yourself that's like whatever they have to tell me is – for my betterment and for our church's betterment. So I can't yeah. wait to hear what this yeah. is. So good, guys. A lot of wisdom at this table and a lot of experience walking these roads. I appreciate each of you. I value uh, your relationship as friends, but also in leading second. And I'm so thankful for how you're faithfully yeah. holding up the arms of your pastor. So thanks so much, guys, for a great Ooh, conversation thank you. today. Thank you. Loved it. To find the episode guide, visit our website, leadingsecond.com slash podcast. And you can also follow us on Instagram at leadingsecond and join us on the Leading Second Collective on Facebook. Facebook.